Hi guys, salam. <laughs> Welcome to the Never Fully Understood podcast. My name is Fatima Garba and I am your host. So this episode is different. It's the last episode of our season and just like how I opened the season, I am also going to be closing it alone. So today I have no guests. <laughs> I am my own guest. I'm not going to give you guys a breakdown of what I'm going to say on this podcast. If you want to see the highlights and the topics we have for this podcast, check us out on Instagram at never fully understood podcast underscore. Anyway, I just want to give a shout out to every single one of you. I love you guys so, so much. And this season has been amazing. I can remember when I picked up this mic and I started filming the introduc the intro episode and i was like i was so nervous and then here we are today and i am filming the last episode for season one (laughs) i really love you guys so much i want to give a shout out to all of you who have tuned in and who have listened and who are just tuning in for the first time and listening to this episode please if this is the first episode you're listening to go back and listen to all our other episodes make sure you follow us on apple Podcasts, follow us on spotify subscribe to all (laughs) our podcast it was our podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it from thank you so so much guys i love you guys so much and one last thing did you guys know that on apple podcast on the top 100 charts we are number 20 i know right i i couldn't believe it so my sister showed me this today and i was like what what on the top shows on the top 100 we are number oh my god i'm just checking it now and we're number 18 okay okay guys please share this podcast and just please share it and let people listen and let's see how high we can go on this chat i love you guys so so much and i really hope you enjoy and learn from this episode bye okay so can you guys remember when we started this season and i was like oh i really like this podcast to be somewhere where we'll just be able to you know lay it bare speak about things that we could all relate to and you know we'll just be honest about our journeys and you know like life-changing things that happen in our lives in the last episode of this season i have decided to lay myself bare like you guys i have decided to lay myself bare for you guys and that's exactly what i'm going to do in this episode um it's going to be more like a story time actually <laughs> i i'm not interviewing anyone no one is interviewing me so it's just going to be more like a story time i just want to give you a disclaimer before i begin if you're here because of you just want to hear the gist like you just want to hear the gist of what happened and you know the tea i'm sorry to disappoint you but that's not what is going to that's not what you're going to be hearing today i am just basically going to speak about my healing journey and how i got here like how i got myself in this situation anyway (laughs) so let's let's like backtrack and you know start from the beginning so i my name is Fatima Garba. <laughs> and I would like to say that I am someone who has always, like from childhood, I'm one of those girls that wear all those, you know, nice dresses. And I just, I was like always a flower girl. Like I was always a flower girl growing up. I'd wear my dresses and I'll see my aunties getting married. And oh, by the way, I have like, 
um a christian background my mom's side of the family they are like all almost all of them are christians so you know i would be their little bride or their flower girl and we would attend the weddings and it, it used to be so beautiful and i see them in their dresses and i'll be like oh my god one day i am going to be like getting married to one day i am going to be wearing my own dress with my own husband oh mashallah <laughs> anyway um fast forward to secondary school i can remember having conversations with my friends during prep instead of us to read we will not read we will spend like the entire night prep talking about marriage oh and you know the time in secondary school we used to like read all those really all those really interesting novels and like all those romance novels you know now so like in secondary school when i'm just thinking about just talking about marriage just talking about our weddings and how our husbands are going to be amazing and you know all those really really cringe stuff (laughs) like now it's cringe but then it was like oh my god (sighs) and i watch all those like movies you know even stuff like high school musical i guess like it's something that would make you a hopeless romantic so basically i was a hopeless romantic i didn't want to get married in school though i know i used to be that girl i'd be like no definitely not i would not get married in school when i'm done with school i'll get married yeah so i went to uni and you know life was going good i had my boyfriend then but like nothing serious i think it was like in my 200 level that i met someone that wanted to get married to me but yeah that didn't work out and i wasn't ready to get married in uni at, at all and in my head i'm like when i'm done with you when i'm done now like when i'm done with <laughs> uni after my nysc i'll just get married now <sighs> guys i finished university and <laughs> i started my nysc and i didn't have a husband mind you i had like marriage proposals it was just not giving like it wasn't just giving like what i wanted i didn't find that guy like the guy that i have always dreamed of you know like my prince charming and i was shocked i know we went on lockdown nyc was coming to an end and i still didn't have a husband I started becoming very depressed because I, I I thought like okay now I'm ready like where's my husband, and that was when it hit me that oh my god like life really is not going to go according to how you plan like you plan but Allah plans, and in my head I was I, I was like I don't understand like what's happening like I I've finished school um I finished NYSC but I do not have a husband why don't I have a husband. And like I remember sometimes I'd fall into depression. I was always praying. Like since from twenty nineteen I have always been praying for marriage. Like I have always been praying for marriage. I can I swear to God up till now I'm so used to it that every prayer, my last sujud, I will go Rabbi ini Lima Azuta Fakir or I'll and I will say um, I am so used to it. I pray for like every sujud. I would, I kid you not, every sujud of every last raka. I'm, I'm used to it. I always pray, make this dua for a spouse. So 2019, 2021, 
and even before that but like i was intensely praying for a husband for four years give or take (laughs) and life just kept on going on i kept meeting people but i i think something about me and i have to like give myself alcoholics for this is that regardless of decision i find myself in no matter how desperately i wanted to get married i always knew when okay this was not working for me and when this was not it for me and i always knew that okay it's time for me to leave and i will always get hot after the end of at the end of every relationship whether it's me that ends it or the other person ends it i would or for the most part honestly it's just me that ends it <laughs> because i always know where to leave i'm not bragging i'm just kidding i'm just kidding anyway like i would always be very very heartbroken i'll be heartbroken that oh i thought this was the person and you know just just really heartbroken especially if i really loved that person it's not plenty guys by the way the way i'm just talking you know me you know that i don't hide my heartbreak stories like i'm always ready to tell anybody like i'm always ready to speak about the shege that i have seen anyway the shege that i saw last year i did not expect it (laughs) i feel like i i feel like i would expect the worst breakups in the world i have experienced like i've had like one really really difficult breakup no i've had to mm, i've had to i've had like two really difficult breakups like that had me in tears and i was crying and i was praying to god but this last one <laughs> honestly looking back now all i can say is alhamdulillah because i i almost died <laughs> and a part of me like i'm about to share this story with you guys and a person is like oh my god should i do this like what would people say if i'm being honest because i, I remember there's this um lady that shared her story with Hadiza Gabon. i don't know her I, I i think she's like a house actress or a singer and there were so many people saying so many horrible things but honestly it's the risk i'm about to take and by the way this is even audio like <laughs> the chances of this going viral is very very low anyway you guys so a lot of you don't know this like if you follow me on my page maybe and you've known me before this podcast i i didn't announce it but i was engaged last year i was engaged um as at august i guess i can't even remember honestly as at august like they brought my guru my gishiri my sweets you know the whole tradition thing and i had my guys work prior to that i can remember like early last year i i would pray to allah like ya allah i i'm begging you i want to get married like i really want to get married i think i'm ready i have done you know (laughs) i'm done with school as i did i think i was doing my masters yeah i was doing my masters i was like um running my master's program and i was like yeah Allah, please i want to get married like, i remember i prayed so much i fasted and like i just really really stuck to my tahajjud and i was really really praying and i met someone and it was just like a movie like i met someone and the person was you know ah, uh-uh, like all in and it was like subhanallah i am living in my answered prayer like what 
you know, I had to like take a moment to like, oh my god, I can't, I can't believe it. Like, I prayed my istihara, and it felt so good, and I just, you know, yeah, yeah, it was. And you know, for me, I think I've always really wanted like a very, very halal, you know, kind of engage like dating and engagements. So it was just really short, like I think like a okay, I didn't meet I, I met this person I think in twenty twenty one ending and we got engaged in like August bar. Yeah. So it was like really easy, you understand? It was really, really easy. I prayed and it felt right. So um after my engagement I finally i had i don't oh my god it was so many things just began to happen like things were happening before then but if i'm looking back now and i'm being realistic myself i actually saw some signs but i just thought oh let me just let me just be a good girlfriend for once i'm saying i'm always a good girlfriend but like good i was i was like let me just be like let me just be a good person let me see past all these you know red flags and i did i did and i just went ahead with it and i just said oh i prayed istihara and i felt in my heart you know i felt in my heart that it rained this this is good for me so let me just go on with this okay so after my engagement i think it was a bit back and forth with something was it uh, wedding date or something 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 and yeah finally the wedding date was set <laughs> so i was supposed to get married on the 14th of january yeah and i opened a group chat for my friends i think that week that they set the date right they set the date on sat on sunday on sunday yeah it was on a sunday and i was in kaduna at that time yeah my friend i was with my friend Mimuna, and we opened a group chat for my friends and i added them into the group chat on wednesday i think we went to the market we um put a down payment for ashobi for friends <laughs> oh my god i'm so stupid <laughs> oh my god now it's even funny <laughs> gosh i'm even so embarrassed that i'm giving you guys this gist anyway we put like a down payment for ashobi and everything in the market and after then we you know we gave guys like okay you guys this is how much the ashobi is gonna cost kiniko 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 oh i'm gonna have this type of bridal shower join this group if you're going to be available for oh my god <laughs> you're going to be available for like bridal shower and everything subhanallah i think on on like Thursday, on like Thursday, my my engagement crashed. <laughs> like it was that fast, and as I then people started like my friends were already coming through. They were already paying for Ashobi because I think the date was set. Is this October? I think it was set in like October. You can imagine because I was born in August. This was set in like October, and so we had to like start selling. I should be as soon as possible now. Yeah. So and I'm like, as I then I already knew like my marriage was not going to happen. The wedding was not going to happen. I knew it was not going to happen because 
like Allah opened my eyes to some things and something about me is that wallahi alhamdulillah i don't know if it's a superpower or if it's just god i know when to leave even though it's very very difficult even though sometimes it can be very confusing and even though it takes the longest time i alhamdulillah like i know when to leave i remember when i knew Oh my god i hate the fact that i have to relieve this whole thing as i'm telling this story but like fast forward when i knew like when i realized that oh my god i'm not i'm not getting married again the first thing that i i, I just felt like i know so many people keep saying this and like oh my god when you um when you're going through stuff and you see people going through stuff and maybe you know how ariwa mothers can be and family can be like like me mutanisa suchi like what would people say and you'd be like oh my god me i don't care what people say and there's some people that don't care what people say i always thought i was the people <laughs> that don't care what people say but well, like, i cannot lie to you guys like the first thing that i thought about was subhanallah what would people say i had already finished opening a group chat for my friends like it was that deep i had already um i had already told my secondary school friends you know that okay i'm getting married we even i think we even brought out an ashobi for them also and that was just the first thing that came to my mind like this is so embarrassing like what would people say like why did i have to tell people i hate the fact that I, I was like questioning so many things and i can just remember just lying there and i was so numb like when i found out like when i found out what i found out that i was like i'm not doing this anymore i i can remember i just told my mom i was like what's happening like what's going on oh my god i'm getting emotional <laughs> i'm getting emotional and she just hugged me and she just prayed for me and she told me that everything is going to be all right i should just pray i should just pray and while i came to my room i was just shaking i called my best friend and i was just crying i i i, I can't really remember everything that really happened i think i called her and i was like subhanallah like this is what is happening and she was like like what is this what is this we didn't budget for this at all and okay so i i was like shuffling my own home and my sister's home house that time because um i was helping her take care of her child i my i had lost my job that time so i wasn't working or anything i was just mainly doing wedding prep because even after guys were already started preparing myself because i didn't want to be that bride that wouldn't have everything done as at the time that my um marriage i the whole wedding thing was off like i already knew it was going to be like it was off i'd already given out all my clothes to my my clothes to um wedding vendors like my vendors alhamdulillah i didn't pay a makeup artist <laughs> like alhamdulillah i didn't pay a makeup artist so i i went back to my sister's house i think the next day and like oh may allah bless my knees i was taking care of her and she was just making my life easier for me like i remember i'll be taking care of her i would just be the two of us in the house and i'll just be crying but you know she's like she was like <laughs> she was like four or five months that time she didn't even know what's happening i think she was like four months that time so like uh i'll just be kind of she maybe she'll just be looking at me or not even looking at me and i can never forget i wasn't suicidal but i i wanted to die like i oh my god <laughs> like i actually wanted to die 
because I was like, what's happening? As I then my friend had already told them that okay, please should stop paying. Like told my Mimna had already told them the group chat stop paying for Ashobi and everything, they should just wait. And I was like, I can't do this, I can't keep telling people I'm getting married when I'm not getting married. I I legit cannot and everybody's like I should just wait, I should just wait, I should just wait. So before I even told the guy that I'm not doing this anymore, like it took like a week because I think my parents told me that I had to like wait for my wally to come and you know you know how it's like a whole thing <laughs> because it was not just me it was like family involved and you can just like imagine being like sure your wedding is not holding anymore and then just talking to someone like everything is okay because my wally was not in Abuja at that time finally when he came back I was allowed to like call off my relationship and I like I remember he asked me almost ten times, Are you sure you're not going to do this anymore? You're sure am I and if they return this your side like yeah, why why I'm like, Yeah I I'm not going to do this. Like I'm not going to do this. I really wanted to get married but yeah, it's not that deep. Like I remember I was hurting so bad. I like I was hurting so bad that time I found myself like confiding in the wrongest people. And that made people gossip about me a lot. <laughs> I, I, up to now, I still hear things from people. I'm not going to lie. Like, the people that heard or the people that knew, like, are still saying things. And it's very hurtful. But I just had to, like, learn to, you know, like, I'm not the, Like, people would tell me that time, you're not the first person that this thing has ever happened to, and you know, be the last. I don't know if that was supposed to make me feel better, but it didn't make me feel better. I'm not even going to lie because, like, excuse me, I know I'm not the first and I'm not the last, but I'm feeling my own now. Nobody, the people that have been through it before and people that are going to go through it after me are not feeling what I'm feeling right now. And, I, like, so many people just gossip and say the meaning. That's why I would never even tell people, like, I won't sit here in this podcast and be like, oh, this is what happened. Oh, my God, this person did this to me. Oh, I did that to the person and whatever. Because people just want to hear gist. Like, so many people, well, I, I never knew that so many people didn't have my interest at heart till this thing happened to me. I confided in the wrongest people. I had people making phone calls after they found out to hear, like, oh, what happened? I had people, like, saying so many things about me saying things about my family and i think that's like one of the things that really hurts me you know like when when, when you're going through a normal heartbreak it's easier to go through it if it's just you but then if it's including your family it's just really really difficult like because i for the, like for a while especially like the weekends that i'll come home i'd have to like make it look like i was fine because i didn't want my mom worrying like wallahi i think the worst thing ever if i i'm like sometimes i don't say that now like if i felt this way i can just imagine what people that you know have been through divorce must have felt because it's like if i am feeling this if i cannot even really just like feel like shit and feel my heart break and feel as horrible as i was feeling because i didn't want my family members to feel this way and i can just imagine people that their whole marriage is like i can't just imagine and i can't even lie it was just it was really 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 difficult you know having to 
just put on that brave face because you didn't want your family to know that you were sad because no matter whatever no matter what you're going through like your mom is going through it times 10 and i i just didn't want my mom to feel that way i can remember just feeling like oh my god subhanallah i failed them because like everybody was super excited everybody was looking forward to it and i just felt like oh my god like it's my fault like i have failed these people i can i can just like up to today i still blame myself honestly like for putting myself in that situation like i just i i'm like oh my god i have failed them like i have failed them and i cannot allow them see me sad and i just had to like go through all these things alone and that's even without like the things that i was hearing from people and sometimes i don't even hear things from people like people that i knew people that i were very very close to me even people that like my family were saying things and i couldn't even tell my mom because it's like one is that a jida and it was it was it was so 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 difficult it was so difficult like so many people came after the breakup telling me that oh my god if you would have gotten married to that person and I was just giving you guys two years. Oh, oh, he's this. Oh, oh, oh. And it's like, after the whole thing died, imagine if <laughs> it did not. <laughs> like, imagine if it did not. And that's, for me, I think, when it comes to, like, when people are doing BJK, when it comes to marriage, just be honest with them. Allah, like, you don't know whose life you'll be saving. From If you are not a horrible person and people should come and ask me about you, that they want to get married to you, I don't care if you're going to even marry the person eventually. I'm going to forever say the truth because I know. Like, if, even, even if, even if anything, God is not going to ask me. <sighs> when I was in that hot, when I was in that space, I think for me the worst thing, and the worst emotion I felt, and up to today, I just feel so horrible for feeling that way. Was like I just kept like my iman, subhanallah. Like when people say, when people say like, oh, when they go through hardship, it brings them closer to Allah. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just. These days, I just be looking at them with so much envy in my heart because wallahi, you can ask my family. I'm someone who would regardless of what you guys see on instagram honestly i'm like awake for the hundred every morning i fast and i just like i told you guys earlier on i really 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 prayed for this i really really prayed for this and then it was like i had it but then proof it was gone and you guys know how they say whenever when something is not yours no matter what you do it would like oh span like if it's in between your lips like if it's not yours it's not yours and it really really took a toll on my iman because i was like i prayed about this i did istihara like i don't know i did everything the right way it was like permission was taken from my dad even before i got into a relationship so where did i go wrong and i can remember i can remember like when I just became really numb because of all the like all the things that were just happening around me was just happening and everything was just so fast and like after the whole marriage was called off and everything after I had to like tell my friends and close the wedding group chat and everything I 
I now started getting calls from all those brands to come and like try my bridal outfits. Like everything was ready. So it was like I had wedding dresses, but I didn't have a husband. <laughs> I didn't have a wedding anymore. Anyway, <laughs> like, I got my laughing and crying at the same time. And I just became so numb. I was praying, but I wasn't feeling anything. Like, I. I became really, really, really scared to make dua because I just felt like, oh my God, if I just pray about this thing, maybe Allah is going to test me with it. I know that, like, some people will listen to this and be saying, Astagafurla, Astagafurla, like, oh my God, Astagafurla too, because, like, why did I even think that way? But I'm just really, just relieving the whole thing now, and I'm just, I'm just seeing myself. Now I'm seeing myself, like, outside the box, like, the box I was in, but... I'm really just giving you guys how the experience of how I felt when I was inside that box, when I was inside that hut, when I was inside that pina. Anybody who has had a failed engagement would relate, would relate to what I'm saying. Because I was so numb, I couldn't pray. Like, I, I couldn't, like, make dua. I'd pray my five daily prayers. And I would just stand up and go. I'd just sit down and maybe just recite, like, um, after my prayer, I'll just ask for that, ask for that. Maybe do my turn here and just stand up and go. And and I just, I was just falling into this really, really dark hole. And I couldn't tell anybody because I didn't want anyone to worry about me, and I didn't want my family to think that I was hurting. Because obviously, if they knew that I was hurting, they would have um been hurting too, and I couldn't afford that, right? So, I I remember just thinking, Subhanallah, if this goes on, I'm going to. I'm going to enter this really <clears throat> sorry, I'm going to enter this like really, really dark place that I don't want to see myself in and I know that if I enter this dark place it's going to be really bad because it's like from not making the ah at all, from not waking up for Tahajud anymore, from not fasting only when necessary. It was just it, it it was like like I need to do something. I need to do something about this. Like last Ramadan, like I, I envy people that say it was their best Ramadan. For me, it was really just there. I struggled to make dua. Like I prayed, obviously. I I woke up every night and I prayed, but I was just really, really scared of asking Allah for anything. And now that I'm out of this hut, I can just see that it was just shit, and because I started putting the work, I started putting the work, and I'm like, I need to. I need to get myself back to the place that I was before this whole thing happened. And this funny thing is that before now, I've always thought that, oh, Allah has been testing me with this whole marriage thing. But what happened to me last year, that was like, that was, it hit me. I never in my life would have imagined that way they would bring my guys who are my uncles who come to this house and gather downstairs and my father and then i wouldn't get married like i have never thought that would happen to me and it just hits me like boom like what anyway i decided to put in the work i decided to create like create that relationship that i had with god i decided to like amend it you know and just you know create it again because it's like nobody else is going to help me if not God. And how is God going to help me if I'm not praying? And if I'm not, ah, let me stop, let me stop saying praying because I've been praying. Or if I'm not making dua, like if I'm not making dua, how is Allah going to help me? 
so you know what step forcing myself i step forcing myself to start making to her again in ramadan that was just mainly what i just focused on i can remember just praying to god for guidance that just was just my prayers because it's like i was so lost <laughs> like i was so lost i was so hot I can't even begin to explain. Wallahi, like, I'm very, very sure as I'm even saying this right now, I've been, I'm missing some parts. But now that I'm just looking back, I'm, like, outside this box of my grief, I'm just, like, alhamdulillah, alameen. Like, alhamdulillah. I think I didn't even really mourn the heartbreak the way I mourned not to get married, getting married. I think that was even what was bothering me the most. Like, oh, the fact that I thought I had met the one more than like oh i'm sad heartbreak because like being there done that the heartbreak stuff or just the thinking that oh i have met my husband hmm. when that was not the case it really really you know i'm like oh, wow why i you know i thought i thought i thought i thought <laughs> anyway now that i'm outside the box like i alhamdulillah because i feel so free now you know that desperation that i was telling you guys that i felt like for four years of wanting to get married i mean someone and just being like oh is he the one you know that desperation desperation like after this whole thing happened to me allah just took that away from me and i feel so free i feel so free i feel like they removed this load from my back because now i am more like if it happens alhamdulillah if it does not happen mm, alhamdulillah but i'm not saying i don't want to get married obviously i would want to get married like i still have this fantasy and i am so hopeful that all these hurts and all this pain will never go for in vain Uh, for what now like i know that allah loves me so much and i know that type of husband i'm going to marry <laughs> yeah type of husband i'm going to marry right even me i'm going to be shocked even you guys people will be shocked you guys will be shocked because <laughs> it's going to be so amazing like i have decided like from last two weeks i guess i decided to give myself this really positive mindset because not that i've been very very negative but like now i'm very very realistic when it comes to life just because i've had one field engagement does not mean i'm going to not have another one like it's a very very high possibility it can happen to me again like all the things that i never ever thought would happen to me like for me this this, this repeating in my ss1 and this field engagement are the two rude awakenings that i have gotten that i needed honestly these are like my two major life you know changing <laughs> tests from god and how how would i how would i even i don't even wish anything happened different differently on honestly i'm happy i experienced what i experienced because i needed it subhanallah like i needed it because i needed that desperation to be yanked out of my life 100 percent, like 100 percent. and i am so so thankful for my family oh my god i'm so i'm so thankful for my family i'm thankful for my parents i'm thankful for understanding siblings oh my god because once i said i wasn't doing this anymore and i told my dad why he was like fine 
my mom struggled <laughs> but she was okay at the end of the day my sisters were 100% behind me my welly after asking me you know one million times if i was sure he supported my decision and i am super super thankful for that i'm super thankful nobody like like talked me into like oh you know what since everybody already knows just go ahead with it nobody my friends every single person supported my decision and subhanallah i can never ever 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 thank them enough because i'm so lucky there's so many people that would go through stuff like this and people would they would just say you know what just you know manage just manage because everybody already knows you're you're, you're more like already more or less already in it but alhamdulillah you know for me it wasn't like that i got like people they are back in 100 percent and i'll be and i'm so thankful for it when it comes to my iman now i wouldn't lie to you guys i'm still working on you know having like super like super super fit like i think this last week i'm filming this actually really early it's not going up this week it should be going up like next week or so but i think like last week last the last two weekends for me have been really amazing i have um met so many amazing people that are helping me get back on track um and my my mind is just so open now i am learning to not be scared to make dua anymore because i have realized that it's just it's just she and way of taking me <laughs> away from god so i am 100 percent aware of that i 100 percent know that i need to rekindle this relationship with god i need to not be scared to pray for the things that i want i need to <laughs> i just need to get back on track I'm also thankful for my auntie, honestly, because when I, um, when I can remember when I was going through that slippery slope, I can remember sending her a message and I was just crying. I, I sent her a voice note and I was just crying. I literally had to like keep posting the voice notes because I was crying so much that I couldn't speak. And then I'll post and I'll cry and cry and cry and then I'll pray and I'll start talking, but I couldn't complete it. It is anything that I would have done differently if I'm thinking about it honestly. And what you should learn from this whole story is you don't need to want to be a good girlfriend or whatever it is. Like if you've always been a bad girlfriend, just continue being a bad girlfriend. I don't think there's any point fighting for a relationship if you're not married. Maybe it's because of what has happened to me, but I would never advise anybody. Even if you're going to kill me to fight for a relationship if you're not married, I don't see the point. Honestly, I don't see the point of fighting for something that doesn't make any sense. But if you want to, you can know. Follow your hearts. <laughs> follow your hearts. For me, I just would. That's number one. Number two, I would say whenever you're hot, <laughs> just shut up your mouth. Because so many people will come to you like they just want to know what happened because they care about you. But, I, but trust me, it's just gist. And for me, like, something I'm a share, like, it's something I'm working on. And as I then, when I was hurting, I just really wanted people to, I used to give for someone to listen to me, like, fresh ears to hear my story. And I confided in the wrongest people who ended up, like, you know, in quotes, quote and unquote, spreading my gist. 
another thing i would have done differently was listen to my mother <laughs> because she told me wait one more week before you open that wedding group chat but me and Mimuna, our bodies were shaking we said no 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 we're going to open it immediately if we would have just waited one more week wouldn't have i wouldn't have gone through that embarrassment that i went through i wouldn't have gone through the embarrassment that i went through because everything crashed like the week that i opened the group chat and everything so maybe if i would have just waited if i would have just listened and i would have just waited everything would have you know gone differently i currently have you know serious trust issues that's why i told you guys that i don't like friends i'm scared of making friends because i'm not ready i'm not ready to make any new friends that would make me feel like shit any new friends that are ready to spread my cheese any new friends that are ready to say <sighs> mean things to me this whole experience has just really shaped me in ways that i cannot explain i don't know if i'm forgetting some things i'm sure i'm forgetting some things but wallahi i don't wish this upon my worst enemies like even you guys that have been gossiping about me and saying all the things that you guys have been saying and saying that i lied about the whole marriage thing or whatever it is or that this and that. I, I don't want to even mention the remaining rumors that even people that in my family have said and i just want all of you that have said things if you're listening to this podcast now i just want you to know that i know i know everybody that said everything unless i didn't hear what they said but if i if i heard what you said then i know you're the one that said it because it had come back to my ears like when people go through stuff please stop gossiping about them because they will surely hear it they will surely hear it and they will know who you are your true colors i know what your true colors are anyway like i know your true colors and you need to honestly stop spreading people's shit it doesn't make any sense it just makes people feel like shit i'm trying to make myself like iron lady and iron heart in a way that even if people say stuff about me i don't even care like say whatever you want to say i don't care when hot things when bad things happen to me because i know that if i'm not going to die now then this is not the end of my hardship like more are coming as far as i'm a muslim and i'm a believing muslim and if you think about it i think all those things really happened to me because i was like really praying and really making dua and really fasting and you know allah said he would test those who are you know so i think so i know now like that he was just testing me to see if my iman was strong and I'm embarrassed to say that. Let me not say I failed. But I almost failed. Like I almost failed because honestly at that point I was not thinking of you know how do you say Allah will not be embodying um, you with um oh my god, what's the verse? Allah will not burden you with what you cannot bear. At that moment, I was not thinking about that. I was just thinking, oh, I don't think I can bear this, so I don't think I can bear this. But at the end of the day, it would have been worse. Like, it's, there was a, there's a possibility that I would have gotten married and I would have, you know, been divorced. And, you know, just horrible, horrible, other horrible things. I'm learning now to always see um, khair in anything that happens to me. That's just what I'm learning now to see. And there's, I just need to be patient. I need to just detach my heart from this world and everything in it. Even I'm going to forever, ever, ever continue getting disappointed. Disappointed lie here at the end of the day if you want to get married just pray about it but just don't let that desperation consume you because you end up taking taking and receiving shit yeah 
I need to start filtering my words in this podcast, but Allah, you end up taking and you end up receiving so much rubbish. You end up thinking, oh, I can manage, oh, I can do this. But at the end of the day, your body will repel it. Like, if you're like me, you cannot, you'll be thinking you can do it, but you cannot do it. And you're just wasting your time. You're just going to end up getting yourself hot. Where, where there's, there's, there's so much, you know, amazing men out there. And if we're patient, us, us, us the single ones, if we're patient, we're going to get it. So I just think we just need to be patient. We need to be more prayerful. And as I'm speaking about this whole thing, and I'm just like, oh my god, I really cannot believe something this major happened to me. I don't regret this thing happening to me, because at the end of the day, even if I don't marry, as far as I'm concerned, I've been engaged before, and I know what it's like. At least they brought my guest to her. I know what the whole thing is like. You know, for them to gather for you, even if I don't marry, at least I've experienced this one. Anyway, you guys. I, alhamdulillah, that's just all I can say. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah for where I am at now. Where I am at now is somewhere that, um, I, um, wish I was like four years ago. It would have saved me from all those years of just waiting for, oh, is this like, oh, is this my husband? Oh, maybe this guy. Oh, let me just answer this person. Oh, let me, no, 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 no. Mm -mm. Alhamdulillah for where I am at now. Like now I'm just really chilling i'm just really chilling and praying and hoping that's my prince charming from my childhood i have always fantasized about would you know come to me i i'm not doing this thing for pity or for people to be sending marriage proposal please <laughs> i'm not and by the way not because i have had a field engagement that maybe people that have wanted to people that wanted to get married to me before be like oh Allah Saki if you really she agrees to marry me I don't regret saying no to any of you by the way I don't one hundred percent like anybody I said no to I said no with my reason I join you with God and I pray that Allah showed me that that you are not my husband. So just because this won't fail does not mean that I wish I answered anybody from before mm wallahi I'm not even saying this because I I want to feel on top of the world or whatever it is, but I don't regret saying no to anyone. I don't. And don't and come and meet me and tell me, hey, but we can't. I am not interested in anything. I'm trying to be positive now, by the way. Last time when I was speaking with Omita, and she was telling me, why am I saying what I'm saying? I was like, oh, because of what happened to me. And okay, this is what happened to me. So yeah, I've been actually been very, very negative for the longest time. But starting from last week, I'm very, very positive now. I'm having so much yakin and trust in Allah. And I just know that he's going to come through for me in ways that... I told you guys earlier on, we're all going to be shocked. Like my husband, pa. We are all going to be shocked. Because he's going to be an amazing human being. But in order for me to get someone amazing, I have to also become an amazing human being. I have to work on myself and I have to be prepared. So I'm now what I'm doing, I even went for like a premarital um, you know, workshop, as you can see. So I'm preparing myself for my prince charming because he has to also, you know, meet me the princess now, you know now. So I'm preparing myself for the type of husband that I want. Basically, that's just what I'm doing now. I have so much trust in Allah. You can help me have trust in God too, you guys. Now, we're all in this together. And also make dua for me. I'll also put you guys in my dua. May Allah grant all of us that are looking for good husbands. May he grant us the best of the best of the best. May he grant us amazing. May we never ever relate to all those, you know, uh, my husband. Mm -mm, 
all those people that say that all men cheat in now inshallah we will not relate to all those things because it's all we have suffered is enough <laughs> It's what we have so far outside is enough. Like it's enough. So may Allah grant us like amazing men. May they be amazing husbands. I wanted to say Amen. May they be amazing fathers. May they be amazing lovers. May they be amazing in every aspect that I can think of. May they be people that will come home to and will make us smile and us to vice versa. May they be kind. May they be generous. May they be full of iman and taqwa. May they be people that will hold our hands and take us to Jannah with them. May they be nice to us. May they be loyal to us. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. And the list goes on. I just, I'm just, you know, I'm just very, very hopeful now. That's just the stage and the state of my life right now. Yeah. So that's it, I guess. That's the end of this whole podcast. And this is the end of our season. And I'm going to miss you guys. But we'll be back soon, inshallah. And I'm thinking of doing like a live session on Instagram. In a way, we just go live with some of your faves. And then you can just suggest. And you can also make suggestions for us on Instagram. Why am I saying us? is it's really just only me for me on instagram on what you guys would like to see us do next season as i'm speaking to you i'm already preparing for next season so next season i'll announce the dates on when we would be coming back inshallah like when i am very very certain when i have like enough episodes to start a season two yeah i'm going to miss you guys for a while but we can always keep in touch on instagram if you want to talk about your field engagement or something similar that you've been through maybe a heartbreak that hits you in a way that you never ever ever thought it would i'm always always me i'm always ready to speak about all these things i'm always ready to share my heartbreak stories with you guys i'm not ashamed of it yeah that's it i'll see you guys next season inshallah and this is my story this is me laying myself bare for you guys if you want to lay yourself bare this is a safe place. Slide into my DM. And I am here to share your story. Thank you. Bye. Mwah.